Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Green Scene on The Pat Kenny Show with AIB, working alongside Irish communities towards a low carbon future. We pledge to do more. Another text from Ray. If anyone deserves a big budget Hollywood movie, it's Rosemary Smith, an absolute legend and a fantastic person, R.I.P. Now, in the the green scene, how male birds who sing the same old song have limited success in attracting the females for breeding. But first, the secret of fast swimming, which we didn't have time for last week. We're joined by Dr. Ruth Raymond, Director of Science for Society at Science Foundation Ireland. Ruth, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Hairy legs. I know. For every swimmer out there, any competitive swimmer, the bane of their existence. And we always see these Olympic swimmers jumping into pools like oiled seals but not apparently if you're a shrimp. And of course, for anyone, and of course, we, we, we often get up close to shrimps because they're, they're a favourite food for many people. And they kind of have these long legs at the front, but then along the, the line of their body, they have these smaller little appendages, which are actually called swimmerettes. And they use those for a very specific type of swimming. They sort of bat those and create a wave. And that wave travels down their body and propels them forward. It's called metachronal swimming. But, but as scientists looked at these, they noticed that these things have little hairs on them, little things called setae and even tinier little hairs called setules. Mm-hmm. And they were wondering, what was the purpose of these little hairs when you're trying to minimise drag getting through water? So, so they took one of these little um, setae from a little leg from a dissected shrimp and they attached it to a mechanical joint and immersed it in water and filmed how it interacted with dyed fluid. So there was a dye yeah. in the fluid so they could see the movement. And what they found was that these little hairs link together and almost act like a little paddle. Uh, so in fact, they're giving the, 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 the shrimp much more propulsion through the water than we thought when you see these little legs uh, flicking away madly. So they are they have little muscles in them to make them move, do they? A- absolutely. They, they, well, I mean, of course, by the time we get them, they're, they're sort of a lot more limp than that. But in the, in the water, they're, they're, they're beating away. But they, they also then made some sort of robotic uh, uh, versions of these and, and they, they actually added on these little filaments on the robots to see how robots would do getting through the water. And again, they use little tiny reflective particles in the water to see how the water was yeah. moving. And what they found was the structure of these little hairs actually created spinning vortices around each individual leg. And what that did is it took the pressure away from the joint on these, as you say, they're tiny, quite little, yeah. small legs. But that these hairs are actually reducing the pressure on the joint and helping the shrimp to swim faster. You, you wonder how, you know, you get a grant for doing this kind of research. <laughs> <laughs> chopping well, the legs off shrimp and attaching them to I mechanical know, but isn't devices. it interesting because that curiosity of how this is working yeah. you know we, we often learn things we never expected so, so we practical would. applications then I mean there'll be people saying well why can't we create ships with uh, these kind of appendages. Absolutely. I think aerodynamics is an area that we've learned a lot from nature and we still continue to learn, even though we think we, 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 we know it all. You know, as we get closer and closer to, to the other animals on the planet, we, we learn fascinating things. Now, uh, <laughs> oh, you, might get for you can't do that back. anymore, you see. <laughs> yeah, you a, a wolf whistle from the scaffold at the uh, passing person is not allowed anymore. No. 
But if you're not able to do that as a songbird, you're bunched. You're in big trouble. Of course, that's the main way that birds manage to attract a mate. And, and this is new research from researchers in the UK. And what they have found is that you're, if you're a high precision singer, if you're a blue tit, you have a much better chance of attracting a mate. So that's good if you know a good song and you can repeat it accurately every time. But unfortunately, if you keep doing the same song for too long, <laughs> the ladies do lose interest. So you can't be a one hit wonder. Um, so what these researchers did in, in a two year study that was published in Nature Communications, they analysed 7,000 songs from nesting boxes that mm-hmm. were around Lancaster for blue tits, wild blue tits. And they also played songs back to female blue tits. And what they found was that that consistency was the key thing that excited the female initially. blue tits. Initially, yes. So, so if you could repeat complex patterns, you could hit the right notes. Those were indicators that you've got good, strong motor skills. And, and what the females associate that with is the other sort of things that they're looking for, which is good social status, that you're likely to have, you know, good reproductive output, longevity. And they find that very attractive. And in fact, the males, they work on getting better throughout the breeding season. So their consistency gets better and better and peaks at the time in the breeding season where the females are most fertile. So evolution has kind of aligned these two things together. Okay. And then the boredom uh, when, when they find that they can't uh, think of a new tune. Well, exactly. So, so there is that catch that while, while initially the females are excited by this very, very accurate repeating of the same song, they do get bored and the females gradually just don't react in the same way. So this is a phenomenon we call habituation. You just get used to it. They get, they get bored. But if the same male can come up with a new song, their interest is immediately rekindled um, and, and they're interested and again. how do they judge? Is it on the number of eggs or...? Exactly. So, so those male blue tits who have the highest consistency and can switch songs have the highest number of eggs. And are they monogamous? Blue tits are monogamous. Yeah, okay, yeah, they so will the, come they back. pair. They pair and then they'll stay together. Yeah, we, we've had a pair that come back to our garden. It's great. But but it's very interesting because we sort of struggled in a way to understand why birds don't just have one song. You know, within species, we will actually see different patterns of song, even though there's sort of uh, certain signatures of, of You know the way song. dogs will sniff other dogs' poo? And it seems they it's an encyclopedia of knowledge <laughs> yeah. about the creature that has gone before them and deposited mm. on the pavement, tragically, and not cleaned yeah. up by the owner. But they, it seems they can learn a lot. And I was wondering whether Birdsong tells the female what the guy's like, how tall he is, what he looks like and well, so on. Well, I think here that the, the, the motor skills to sing a complex song effectively is an indicator. And, and, and certainly this requires a lot of brain power from birds because what we've, we've known for a long time that birds' brains actually get bigger during the mating season when they have to get ready to sing. And this is kind of incredible and again, something we haven't really understood. And particularly in one species of sparrow, it's called the Gamble's white crowned sparrow and it's found in Alaska and British Columbia. And, and a part of this male sparrow's brain, it's called the HVC, but it nearly doubles in size as it gets ready to do all this very complex singing. So it goes from about 100,000 neurons or brain cells to 170,000 brain cells just for this period of time during the mating season. And then it shrinks back down again. And this is really amazing. I mean, it's hard to imagine a part of our brain doubling in size without having hugely mm. detrimental effects. And we but do, I mean, do we know whether the human brain expands when you go to a nightclub? <laughs> I mean, the human brain changes, <laughs> is anyone measuring? changes all the time. It's incredibly plastic and we're constantly, you know, brain cells, new brain cells are being made. But in these birds, it's just so interesting to study because what a new study has found how this happens and what the brain does is it creates a new kind of cell called an astrocyte. And these are sort of support cells for neurons. So getting ready for the mating season, these support cells appear. 
then all the new neurons appear. And then at the end of the mating season, these support cells basically clean up all yeah. the dying cells and protect the brain wow. so there aren't dead neurons. So what can we learn and apply from this? Well, this is interesting because when the sparrow loses the neurons, it also sort of loses the will to sing and explain, exhibit some signs that look a bit like depression. And that's very interesting for, for us in terms of trying to understand depression. But of course, there's lots of human conditions where we see dying off in neurons. So to try and understand how this could be done and how maybe you could reverse it uh, using some of these techniques is also fascinating. So Indeed, it is f- absolutely fascinating. Uh, Dr. Ruth Friedman, Director of Science for Society at Science Foundation Ireland, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Green Scene on the Pat Kenny Show with AIB, working alongside Irish communities towards a low-carbon future. We pledge to do more. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.